business model as a contractor is to be able to go sell that homeowner another roof the next time the, the, the uh, storm comes through. We're not gonna fit your business model. If you want a lighter color, we're not, we're not the products for you. Mm -hmm. If you want multicolor, we're not the product for you. Do you need anything besides a black roof anyways? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why does anyone put out anything besides a black roof on their house? If you're looking for a roof covering that you're not going to have to worry about uh, when the next hailstorm comes through, when the next significant wind event, com wind event comes through, and get discount on your homeowner's insurance premiums along the way, definitely take a look at uh, Synthetics. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I have Leslie Gustafson of EuroShield on. How you doing, Leslie? Excellent. Leslie. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, we are talking about rubber versus plastic shingles and what's happening in synthetics right now. If you could give a little bit of your background and then also like what happened what it's like now and where synthetics is going from your perspective. Absolutely. So myself, I've been with Euroshield Roofing for 10 years. We make shingles primarily out of recycled tires. Uh, my background before that, uh, I, I basically from uh, oil and gas manufacturing and uh, agriculture. And it's really something where when I saw a sample of this product it's like nothing else i'd ever seen and i was like i want to be a part of that and it's really how it started for myself uh, the company has been around for 24 years so we're in our 24th year it's manufactured in calgary in canada western canada and we are part of the overall synthetics category and so synthetics really what does that mean it pretty much means that we're products that end up in the premium category because of the amount of expense that goes into producing the product. And so because of that, we also are mimicking natural products. So whether it's slate or shake, that's where the synthetics category basically comes from. And within that synthetics category, there are, there are different manufacturers uh, that use really primarily plastic-based um, formulas where for ourselves, ours ours is uh, primarily recycled tires. So where has this come from? Like what, what is what is happening, you know what I mean, in this market? Because what I feel yeah. right now is kind of this groundswell of people excited about the synthetic category. Uh, I, do, I do need to note that we're at a trade show right now. They're breaking down. <laughs> There's little beeps and whatever, but the content's gonna be good. So bear with us. So what is happening right now in synthetics and where have we come from? Yeah, and overall, if you look at the US or North America in the types of products that are used for roofing, we're, we're somewhere around one-ish percent of, uh, of roof coverings as a synthetics category. And because of the amount of- Does that include like stone-coated steel and stuff like that? Nope, no? okay. nope, that would just be really ourselves as the rubber-based product and then our competitors that make plastic-based uh, shake and slate look-alikes or okay. also tile look-alikes. And so it's really just those that are uh, plastic-based and rubber-based products. Outside of that, uh, certainly metal is a much larger portion of the market. So 1% now, that's higher than 10 years ago? Uh, 
we we have grown in the last 10 years yeah. for sure i think uh ourselves as well as our other competitors have seen some pretty substantial growth in the last couple we just of need years. to get to that two percent in the next couple of years yeah and like i i personally believe that it's going to be 10 and not that long the question is why not yet i uh, it comes down to a couple of things one the synthetics industry overall is about 25 years old. There have been a lot of companies that have come along and tried and failed. And those of us that have been around for about that length of time, there's been a lot of uh, R&D and learning that goes into it. And uh, you've, you've got to have some wherewithal, both financially to get through uh, that R&D and making changes and backing up when things don't work quite right, uh, as, as well as mental toughness because when you're develop, developing a product that's like nothing else that's ever been out there, it's uh, it's not something that you get right right out of the shoot. And so, the the handful of us that have made it through the the test of the first 25ish years uh, have products that we're certainly more comfortable with and helps the overall segment grow. But also with so much damage and things changing in the insurance industry where deductibles are going up and whether it's hail or wind that are destroying roofs and now people uh, have ACV policies or paying you know percentages of their overall home value which can be pretty significant uh, for, for deductibles. They're really looking for a product that they don't have to replace the next time hail or wind comes through. Absolutely, so why do you think that there's a kind of a groundswell in enthusiasm. People like Dimitri are talking about you guys on Roofing Insights, which is a pretty big channel. Yes. Uh, it was a, didn't he say it was like his number one roofing material? For 2023, For correct. 2023, so that's pretty wild. Like that kind, of, that kind of exposure and stuff like that definitely allows some opportunities. Um, and I just, separate from that, I'm hearing it from roofers. Like they're talking about these products, whether it be plastic or, or rubber or Yes. There's a lot of things going on. So why do you think that's happening now? What, what's changing? Yeah, well, part of it is asphalt roofs are really a disposable product. Yeah. And people are getting frustrated because mountains are growing, uh, landfills are filling up. Uh, one of the biggest issues in landfills, particularly in storm markets, is the amount of asphalt shingles in them. I don't know if this is true, but I actually heard that there's like some markets where they're like not accepting asphalt shingles. There that are, might just be a rumor. There are certain markets, but there may be uh, things that change, right? Yeah. Like, and I, I don't want you to be the one that has to say this, but like, there might be law changes if there's that much going. If there's that much waste, then laws could change. You're a roofing contractor, and that means left behind nails are likely your number one customer complaint. Gutters and downspout trap nails and debris during roof replacement, and all that junk ends up washing out onto grass, sidewalks, driveways, flower beds, and pool decks. Now there's a low-cost, disposable cleanup solution from the catch-all that helps with all these issues on every single one of your job sites. Introducing the Nail Catch. These simple, easy to use and disposable filters are attached to each downspout after a roof replacement and left in place throughout the next heavy rain. Order the Nail Catch today. Have you ever been to a, 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 a uh, landfill? Yes. And I've... Terrifying, <laughs> absolutely terrifying. And like, it's kind of like a dystopian future because there's not unlimited area for that to happen and it's, it's gross so like if and shingles are a pretty like weight like there's a there's a lot of volume to yes. it right 
Correct. So like that's gonna that fills stuff up quicker. Um, I don't know. I just think that. I mean, I'm not like a big government guy, but like if there's, you know, law changes or or uh, landfills don't want to accept this pro, you know, this stuff anymore. Like those things, from my point of view, could speed up the process. You know, like, and I'm not trying to give like false hope or something like that, but that's the type of things that I'm imagining could make this more like, you know, 10 years, the shift happens a little quicker. Absolutely, and uh, you know, part of the swell and the excitement, and uh, you know, being able to have the opportunity to show Dimitri some of our age roofs and and going to markets with him where. Uh, they are more severe, where there's more wind and more hail by far on average. And for him to actually be able to walk roofs with us and see. Did you guys already do this up, or are you going we to? We have. Oh, cool. Yes. Yes. So we have done this. Uh, and then he's also able to talk with the homeowners and talk with contractors. So it's not just from the standpoint of us as the manufacturer. Are these harder to install? Um, it's all the same tools. It's really with our product part of what makes us different within the synthetic category is a very large shingle it's actually larger than an asphalt shingle so gun nail it on cuts with a straight blade knife fold and uh, score and fold okay so let's do plastics versus rubber what, what are the pros and cons of each sure let's, yep. let's start with plastic yeah so uh plastic based products have a light colored base and so with a light colored base uh, it means that you have the ability for, at a lower cost point, to make more different colors or, or varying colors. It also means over time, uh, UV is going to degrade color no matter what. And so uh, there are things that you can do and there are better color options and different colors stay longer. But uh, as the UV degrades it, whether it's vinyl siding or plastic-based shingles, they will fade out to a light, lighter color. With our product being primarily recycled tires, our base color is black. And so if anything, our colors definitely are on the darker side. Um, and do you need anything besides a black roof anyways? I'm just saying, like, why does anyone put out anything besides a black roof on their house? Like, I think, what the heck? I think Henry Ford uh, learned that it's best to offer more than one color, um, yeah. that black isn't always the answer. So we it's do- It's a damn shame that yeah. should all be black. Yeah, but uh, certainly, um, I think part of, but so, so for us, that means that over time, if anything, ours will trend a little bit darker, but they literally cannot fade to a lighter color. Okay. And so you're saying that could be a con on a plastic-based product? Um, it's, it's just part of what makes it different, right? Okay. So it's, um, and, and then also for a plastic-based product, plastic-based products are, are stiff. So when it comes to hail or limbs, if you're out in the Pacific Northwest or in heavily treed areas and you have- uh, I am, by the way. I have a very, like tons of trees. Yes. We just had a, a tree fall on our garage. Yes. Stinks. Yeah, so, so with our product, uh, because it is a rubber base, it really can handle impact like no other product out there. Honestly, bring it. Uh, there's, there's, uh, we would go head to head with anyone when it comes to impact. I believe that. Um, okay, so any pro, like any other pros that you'd say to, to the plastic side? Um, pros for the plastic side, because they typically are doing individual pieces. If you want a multicolored roof, if you want to do a multicolored slate look, 
then you have that opportunity because part of what we do is make a shingle that's larger than asphalt to lower labor rates. Mm. So labor rates are, are higher on our product than a typical asphalt shingle if you have a bunch of valleys because the cuts take a little longer, okay. but they're substantially higher on individually pieced uh, synthetics where you might be covering one square foot per piece. Okay, so let's do the versus now, versus rubber. Roofcon's amazing. Getting to see all the speakers like Nick and Eric and especially Tim Tebow. Very exciting and eye-opening. Amazing speakers and great knowledge. Keep it up. First Roofcon, been following Hunter and the Revolt Clan for quite some time. And it's definitely been a lot more than what we expected. Roofcon 2023 returns to Orlando, Florida, November 9th through the 11th. Get your tickets at Roofcon.com. So what are the pros and cons? I know cons are going to be a little harder for you because you guys do rubber, but I got to hear it. What are the pros and cons to rubber? Yeah, pros and cons to rubber. Uh, from a pro point of view, uh, what we do will take impact like no other. All of our shingles also interlock. Uh, so our products made it through Hurricane Ian. We're um, in, in Fort Myers and Cape Coral where all the roofs surrounding uh, our installs were tarped. Ours made it through with our interlocking system. Um, it uh, and. As, as far as cons, if you want a lighter color, we're not we're not the products for you. Mm -hmm. If you want multicolor, we're not the product for you. But really, there is still some color vari variation in our product, where it's not that you're getting a completely uniform roof. So you're still going to see the varying grays, for example, in our gray product. Any other cons from your perspective? Uh, overall, I would say what I hear is if you're in a storm market and your business model as a contractor is to be able to go sell that homeowner another roof the next time the 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 uh, storm comes through we're not going to fit your business model because when when that uh when that baseball or softball sale size hail comes through our product will win is we, there any benefits like from an insurance perspective as far as like do insurance companies want you to, I'm not trying to align you publicly with insurance companies, but I would think they would like this product at home. Yeah, so within the testing standards point of view, the highest impact rating is called a class four. And there are all of us in the synthetics industry meet that class four impact rating, which is part of the reason that our segment continues to grow. And so, the reason, and so what that means is if you meet that class four and you're in a storm area, you get discounts and they can be really significant on your premium. If you're Beautiful. in Texas, Colorado, they're yeah. very significant. So you're not trying to just, you know, compete with the synthetics. I know that this is a versus video. We're talking about the pros and cons, plastic versus rubber, but this sounds like a, a, an improvement in general, the category of synthetics is an improvement from some of these other roofs. It so is. Can you give yes. a little, like just advocate for the synthetics market to our audience? I know that uh, yeah, you have yeah. your preference, but. Uh, we, yeah, so really, if you're looking for a roof covering that you're not going to have to worry about uh, when the next hailstorm comes through, when the next significant wind event, come, wind event comes through, and get discount on your homeowner's insurance premiums along the way, definitely take a look at uh, synthetics. Mm. And can you give uh, any other information you want to give about EuroShield and then give your guys' yeah. .com? Uh, absolutely. So part of it for us too, uh, 
we have two core pillars at Euroshield. One is protecting your home. We believe we do that better than anyone else on the market. The other is conserving our planet. We also believe we do that better than anyone else because we have 95% recycled content, 70% tires. Uh, we offer a 50-year non-paraded warranty. So that roof is not going to go into the landfill in my lifetime as owning this home. And you know, certainly please check us out, give us a call, message us. Uh, you can find more information at euroshieldroofing.com. Awesome, and I uh, was just interviewing a young man who would probably be the likely successor to a roofing company CEO. And he was just saying, I don't think in my lifetime that we're gonna be installing asphalt. I think there's going to be a point in my lifetime where we're not installing asphalt roofs. And you might find that to be a crazy uh, possibility, but ultimately there, there are smart young people who may be taking over their, their family's roofing company that might be aggressively moving towards this if they feel like it's the right thing for the homeowners in their area. And so you might be competing with them if it's not you, but um, I think it's at least interesting when I hear young smart people talking about that, I'm like, why? So I had to come talk to you. I had to hear more about these products. They're beautiful, by the way. I, I honestly, I'm a, I'm a big aesthetics guy. So when I see a beautiful product like this, I always want to hear about it. I always want to, I want to see it on more roofs. Um, I appreciate everyone watching this, checking it out. Uh, it's put on by hookagency.com, hook agency all over social. Please like the video, comment below, subscribe. Bye.